coaching can help you gain deeper understanding of challenges that may be holding you back. You may not realize that there are others who may be successful and operating successful businesses who share some of the same challenges that you are facing. Welcome to Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves. Our program will look into the individuals and their challenges and show how the coaching process may be what they need to find the root causes of these challenges within themselves and learn to work through these challenges in order to find success. Now, here's your host, Ronald Graves. Hello, welcome to Coaching for Real, brought to you by Poema Leadership Institute, the show that brings you real people, real challenges, real breakthrough. Again, I'm your host, Ronald Graves, and this show is about you. Coaching for Real is on the Voice America Business Channel to help you discover your masterpiece and live into your greatness. I have a special show for you today. Since Coaching for Real is about you, today it's just me and you. For the past 10 weeks, I've been introducing the concept of coaching and briefly discussing the coaching process. And during some of our episodes, I've actually engaged in a coaching session with our guest. Today, I want to go beyond simply introducing coaching by dissecting the coaching process and answering some of the frequently asked questions about coaching. I will also share some insights from my mentors, who are far better than me. That's why they're my mentors. Last week, I introduced the story of Pioneer 10. In case you missed it, I want to go back there again for the purpose of today's discussion. So let's take a short tip trip back in time to March 9th, 1972, the day that NASA launched Pioneer 10 from Cape Canaveral, Florida. The primary mission of this satellite was to reach Jupiter and photograph the planet and its moons, take measurements, and send data back to Earth. This was a very aggressive undertaking for that time, as no space craft had ever ventured beyond the planet Mars. But Pioneer 10 didn't know that. For eight months, between July 15, 1972, and February 15, 1973, Pioneer, beca- Pioneer 10 became the first spacecraft to transverse the asteroid belt. Now that was a risk in itself as no one knew for sure what might happen to the vehicle in that area. Pioneer 10 survived, and then nearly nine months later, on November 6, 1973, the spacecraft began photographing Jupiter from a distance of 25 million kilometers, or 16 million miles. Then exactly four weeks later, the spacecraft reached its closest encounter with the planet, just 132,000 kilometers, or 82,000 miles, above the surface of Jupiter. All in all, over 500 photographs were beamed back to Earth. But that was not all. As Pioneer 10 struggled to leave the massive planet, solar wind forced the vehicle to cross the bow shock of Jupiter's magnetosphere 17 times before finally escaping. That's perseverance. Pioneer 10 then headed outward, crossing the orbit of Saturn in 1976 and Uranus in 1979. Then on June 13, 1983, 
11 years after its launch, the vehicle crossed the orbit of Neptune, the outermost planet, becoming the first man-made object to travel beyond the major planets of the solar system. Pioneer 10 continued to send signals back to Earth until January 23, 2003, 30 years after launch, when the final weak signal was received at a distance of 12 billion kilometers, or 7.5 billion miles. It's estimated that today, the spacecraft is 10 billion miles from Earth, heading in the direction of the constellation Taurus. You see, Pioneer 10 was just destined to reach Jupiter, but there was a masterpiece within the spacecraft that was capable of greatness. We as humans are the creator of our own outcomes. If you're waiting to build your business, what's getting in your way? You see, we all have our own idea of what success looks like for us and for our businesses. And whatever gets in the way of our goals, our dreams, our aspirations, is universal to us all. Recognition is where it all begins. It's what I call exposing the saboteur. I believe that there are no ordinary people, but rather great people living ordinary lives and leading ordinary businesses, fed by ordinary belief systems. You must embrace the truth that you were created by God to be great and that there is a masterpiece, a poema, within your DNA that has no limits. It's infinite. And you must desire to live into that greatness. You don't want to go through life in the realm of not knowing or ignorance. Now, I'm not saying that you're stupid. Not by any means. What I am saying is that at times you lack awareness, which is why the way we're all designed. As we overcome this ignorance through self, increased self-awareness, just like as a baby, we learn how to crawl and then how to walk and then how to run. Each new awareness represented to us the end of an old limiting belief. Your conscious mind allows you to recognize your limiting belief system for what it is. The thought process that recognizes danger and warns you not to go there is the same process that tells you that you can't fulfill your dreams and you're never going to achieve your aspirations. It's the self-talk that asks, who do you think you are? There's so many people doing what you're doing who are much better than you. There's no way you can do this. You'll be exposed for who you are and you're just not that good. And besides, no matter how much you try, you'll never get good enough because the people who are better than you will always be ahead of you. And when you do get better, they'll get even better. This is the belief system that's part of each of us. It's designed to keep you safe. It's the fight or flight part of your brain that wants to maintain the status quo. Because change is perceived as the unknown and therefore it's dangerous. This is your comfort zone. Moving forward and upward scares you. It has to because it's the unknown. It makes your status quo feel even more comfortable hoping to just plod along until you reach the end. For example, 
When I'm sitting next to a professional race car driver speeding at nearly 200 miles an hour around a banked oval, or I'm jumping out of a plane for the first time with a parachute that somebody else packed, that belief system serves me well. It says to me, what do you think you're doing? But when you're trying to introduce a new product to the market or take your business to the next level, or you're considering speaking in front of a room full of investors, or you're considering being a guest on a podcast show like Coaching for Real to take your message to the world, the saboteur is right there in your face trying to see that you don't get past it. Believe me, this is not the seat of your potential. This is not the source of your greatness. Think about that for a minute. There is a thought process that comes into your consciousness that brings you an idea. It's that moment of inspiration that says, I should do this, or I can do that. Now, now I believe that this comes from the creator, whom I call God. This is the part of you that is always seeking fuller expression and growth. This is the part of you where dreams are birthed and visions are created. This is your masterpiece, who you truly are, who you were created to be. This is the part of you which is in harmony with the universe, which is seeking change, seeking growth, seeking greatness. This is why the name of my company is Poema, a Greek word which means masterpiece, workmanship, or new creation. And the company tagline reads, helping leaders discover their masterpiece for themselves, their teams, and their organizations. This is why I coach. As I said at the beginning of this episode, my desire is to help you discover your masterpiece and live into your greatness. To help you when that creative idea moves from your unconscious mind into your conscious mind and becomes a conscious thought, only to be shot down almost instantaneously by the saboteur, who is actually your friend, trying to protect you, trying to keep you safe. It's at this precise moment that you need to separate yourself from your safety net, your belief system, the status quo. Your comfort zone generates the same outcomes for you over and over again. This is not logic. This is rationalization. It's the thing that keeps you trapped within the confines of your Jupiter. Escaping your Jupiter's magnetosphere and launching yourself into the unknown requires greater self-awareness. And that is what coaching is all about. Unlike teachers, trainers, managers, leaders, and mentors, who are all very important, a coach enables you to develop that greater sense of self-awareness. While those other disciplines are designed to pour knowledge into you, a coach enables you to see your challenges from an entirely new perspective and then draw upon your internal greatness to reach the next level. You see, coaches do not bring you the answers because they know that the best answers don't come from them or from the world around you. The best answers lie within you. You'll never be able to change, improve, or modify anything that you can't acknowledge, that which you are not aware of. When you verbalize these things, and then have the courage to verbalize how you get in your own way, 
And what's producing your outcomes, this is self-awareness. By being willing to speak into it, to name it, and to expose it, you can begin to modify it. When you modify a belief system and the results that it produces, you modify the actions and behaviors that it generates and the results it produces. The more you go within, the more you become aware and the more your greatness can express itself through you. You see, God bursts the dreams, visions, and thoughts within you and then allows you to truly become the architect of your results. At the beginning of the show tonight, I said this was a special show. And what's a special show without a special offer? I have openings, currently I have openings, for two new coaching clients. And I'm going to offer this opportunity to my Coaching for Real listening audience as the first people to get that opportunity. You see, coaching engagements have a beginning and they have an end. And normally they're about six months in length. Although they can be as small as three months or as large as maybe eight months. Now, I've not had a personal coaching experience that's been three months long because I don't believe that you can really break through to get those dynamic results that you need in just a three-month period of time. And I've actually had one coaching experience that lasted almost 12 months, kind of a combination of coaching and accountability. When one coaching partnership ends, another one opens up. And then I have room for a replacement. And I have a maximum number of clients that I will coach at any one time. Because it requires me to pour into my clients when I'm coaching. There's a lot of time involved. There's definitely a lot of energy. And if I have too many clients, then I spread myself too thin. And my clients deserve my best. So that is why I have a limited number of coaching positions. Now in the next segment, after our commercial break, I will delve deep into the coaching process. We'll talk about who a coach is and who a coach is not and how the coaching process works, what you can expect from coaching and how I personally approach the coaching engagement. So if this is something you would like to explore, you will have the opportunity. If this is something you would like to explore now, before I go into the next segment, you can email me at ronald at ronaldgraves.com. If you're interested in coaching, basically send me an email saying I'm interested in talking about coaching. I will send you an application, which will have questions on it. Those questions will ask things like, where are you in your life? Where are you in your business? What is your vision for the future? And How do you believe a coach can help you to get to your vision and realize your greatness? So again, if you want to email me now, Email me at ronald at ronaldgraves.com. If you want to wait until after the second segment, when I go into the coaching process in detail, we can do that as well. So we're approaching our first commercial break. When we come back, 
Again, I will be talking about the dynamics of the coaching partnership and answer some of the frequently asked questions about coaching. Now, this show right now is broadcasting live, and it's now approaching 7.20 Eastern Time on Thursday, January 26th, 2017. If this corresponds to your time, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, then you're listening live. So for those of you who are listening live, if you have a question that you would like to ask me to answer in the next two segments of this show, you can call the show at 1-866-472-5790. Or if you prefer, you can email me directly. I have my email open at Ronald at ronaldgraves.com. So stay tuned for the next segment, all about coaching. We will return in a couple minutes. You're listening to Coaching for Real on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Imagine a relationship where you're asked to think rather than being told what to think. A relationship that is focused on your potential, not your performance. This is coaching, a designed alliance where the single purpose is achieving your intended outcome. Discover that what lies behind you and what lies before you are trivial matters compared to what lies within you. Understand that your current realities do not define your potential. They are merely your current awareness of your potential. Become your own hero. Your greatest possibilities lie beneath your current level of self-awareness. Waiting to be discovered. Choose to live into the greatness that God created for you. Discover the magnitude of what's within you so you can conquer the magnitude of what surrounds you. Your coach is passionate about helping you achieve your masterpiece at RonaldGraves.com. Again, that's RonaldGraves.com. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also choose to send an email to ronald at ronaldgraves.com. Now, back to Coaching for Real. Hello and welcome back. In our first segment, I gave you a brief introduction to how you can increase your self-awareness by the coaching process. Talk to you about Pioneer 10 and its journey to Jupiter and beyond. Now heading towards the constellation Taurus. And now in this segment, and we'll probably roll into the third segment as well, 
I want to talk to you about the art of coaching. There are some definite guidelines to what it is and what it's not coaching. Coaching is about many things. However, principally, it's about change. It's about developing emotional intelligence and conscious awareness. In business, coaching is a leadership behavior that lies at the opposite end of the spectrum of command and control. And in effect, it addresses the whole person. And it affects every area of that individual's life, not just the business part, but also the personal part, not just the role in the business. Each participant in the coaching alliance, that's the client, creates and holds the agenda. The agenda isn't brought to the coaching participation by the coach, it's brought by the client. There are three things that I ask my clients to bring, actually four things I ask my clients to bring at the beginning of each coaching session. Number one, what is the topic you want to discuss? Be prepared to come with a topic. Number two, what goals do you have to support that topic? And number three, what outcome would you like to see from this coaching session? Most of my coaching sessions last an hour in length although they can be as short as 45 minutes or sometimes can go as long as an hour and a half. But I found that one hour is about the right length. The fourth thing I want my clients to bring to the coaching session is any action items that were developed as a result of the prior coaching session. Now, every alliance is uniquely designed to serve only the success of the participant So my coaching sessions, you will come with topic, goal, and outcome. In summary, coaching is about the integration of a person's potential, potential meaning masterpiece, greatness, poema, and your current results. We can also call potential results. We seem to be very focused on results. Sometimes we don't really focus on the actions that drive those results, but we can be really focused on results. And I have a saying that I like to use. It says, your current results do not define your potential. They are merely your current awareness of your potential. In order to get greater awareness for that potential, you need to go within. So this context allows people to learn rather than just being merely teached or taught. And as your online coach right now, which is what I'm doing here in this particular segment, let me ask you a pivotal question. What is your growth strategy for 2017? Think about that for a minute. What is your growth strategy for 2017? And a follow-up question, what are the three things that are getting in your way or are likely to get in your way? What is your strategy for growth for 2017, which probably comes to mind pretty quickly for most of you? 
But what doesn't come to mind quickly is what are the three things that are getting in your way or are likely to get in your way? Now, here's a frequently asked question. How do I get the most out of my coach? And this question can apply not just to a coach, but can also apply it if you have a mentor or a consultant or a leader. How do I get the best out of my coach? Well, first of all, number one, be open and honest with yourself and with your coach. Honesty is the only way to get an effective benefit out of coaching. And if you're not honest with yourself, then your ability to go within and to discover your greatness will be limited. This coaching time, the time that you're in the coaching session with your coach is yours. Working purely on you and what it is that you want to achieve. That's why you bring the agenda. That's why you bring the topic. You bring the goals, you bring the outcomes. It's about you. If you're struggling to prioritize your needs above those of the business or other people, then we already have a lot of work to do in getting you from doing to thinking. Remember that your business, this is a leadership principle, your business can out, not outgrow you. In other words, your business can never get better than you are. If you're the leader of the business, your business can never outdistance you. If you're a seven, you cannot expect your business to be an eight. If you want your business to go to an eight or to a nine, the only way it's going to get there is if you go to an eight or you go to a nine. It's called the law of the lid. Your business can only be as great as you are. Number two, make sense, time and space for your coaching. If you're feeling stressed or you're disorganized for the session, you're not going to get much out of it, all right? So prepare yourself in advance. Your, co your coach will help you set targets for each session and may give you some additional challenges, challenges that support your topic, your goals, and your outcome. You will get the most out of the coaching process if you make the time to study and follow through on what you agreed to between sessions. Each coaching session is going to have takeaways. Usually there are no more than three. In fact, when I am in a coaching session with my coach, I scribble all my notes, come up with this you know, piece of paper that is really hard to read. And at the end of that session, I will take my notes and make some kind of an outline, some kind of a list with my action items. Same for the, my participants. Keep notes during the session, take notes, they'll assist you in recording your conscious thoughts and improve your awareness and any shifts that take place in your thinking. One of the things that happens in coaching is that when you get that greater level of self-awareness and begin to think things that you hadn't thought before, your thinking shifts. You may have gone into the coaching session with one type of thinking come out of it with a whole different type. That's not because you were confused. It's because you're now more aware. And when you have a greater awareness, your thoughts are on a higher level. 
again, keep your notes from all of the sessions. I'm, I'm saying keep notes during the session. And at the end of the session, take time to develop your action items. But keep those from time to time. You know, when we get to the next coaching session, don't throw away your old action items because you'll be able to see progress over the entire engagement. So keep notes from all of your sessions. There'll, things, there'll be things you want to come back to at some point during the coaching. And it may serve as a reference point for any learning and growth that you experience. You know, you can go about three or four months into a coaching engagement. And a lot of, one of the things I like to do with my clients is say, go back to that original questionnaire that you filled out before we even began coaching, before we even began our first session. When you were just deciding whether or not you wanted to be, be my participant, my client, and whether it was going to work to be in a coaching alliance. It's amazing how everybody goes back and looks at that and said, I can't believe how much progress I've made. I don't even believe I thought that way back then. So it's a real eye-opener to follow your progress because it's much greater than what you know you would believe it is going into the, into the coaching alliance. Writing your thoughts is an excellent way to focus your mind, exercise your will, and gain clarity on who you want to become and what you want to achieve. It's just all about you, remember. It's all about you reaching your goals, reaching your vision, and living into your masterpiece. Your coach will discuss this during the coaching sessions, as I do with my clients. Now, another question. Are coaches bound to any standards, ethics, or rules? Yes, there is a code of conduct that is applicable to all coaches. If you are in a coaching alliance right now, you have a coach. That coach should be operating under a code of conduct. If you are thinking about engaging in the services of a coach, you will want to be sure that your coach, your potential coach, also applies this code of conduct. Number one, your coach will conduct themselves with dignity, honesty, integrity, and responsibility at all times. Number two, you are assured that anything you discuss with your coach will remain confidential unless required by law or the participant or you give, you as a participant, give your coach the authority in writing. My coaching sessions are extremely confidential. I discuss the contents with no one. If somebody should ask me, well, how'd that coaching go today? The only answer they're going to get is it was good. That's it. And you've noticed that on some of my sessions, some of my broadcasts, I have actually gone into a coaching session with my guest. But in that coaching session, I've explained ahead of time, number one, they hold the agenda. But number two, because it's a live coaching session on the air with people listening, the confidentiality is not there. So I focus on their strengths, the things that they do better than anybody else in their business. Focus on the positives. Do not get into the other things that would be completely confidential. Number three, coaches will not be judgmental or give unwelcome advice. I don't judge anybody and your coach shouldn't be judging you. Leave that at the door. That's where it belongs before the coaching session starts. It's kind of easy for coaches, particularly when 
we have clients who make so much progress. It's very easy for us to feel like we have a lot of power. And it's kind of builds up our egos as a coach. But we have to remember that this is not about us. It's about you, the participant, the client. So the ego, we leave our ego behind at the door and we come in non-judgmental. That is how your coach should be operating. Coaches will be clear about the boundary between coaching and other therapies, such as counseling. There are times when the session, you know, I may realize or your coach may realize that they're not the best person for you. There may be somebody who can help you, somebody who can do a better job. Coaches will not recommend a specific therapist unless they are qualified to do so. And I am certainly not qualified to do that. So if I discover that there may be someone, a therapist or a psychologist that may be able to do a better job for you than, than me as a leadership coach, then I'll recommend that. But I will not tell you who to go to. Coaches will not be misleading about coaching itself and its benefits. It's not the catch-all, cure-all for everything. And to build it up like, you know, it is the answer to everything you're going to face is just not correct. So on this show, I do build up coaching, and I do say that it does take you to a deeper level of self-awareness. It will help you overcome your obstacles. It will help you overcome the challenges you face. It will help you see things from a different perspective. It can do all of that, and that is the truth. Coaching agreements should be easy to understand. The expectations of both the coach and the participant should be very clearly spelled out. No ambiguity. So if you're in a coaching alliance, you're thinking about getting into one, look at the agreement. Make sure that it's very specific and isn't too detailed or too cumbersome. Coaches will not coach minors under the age of 18 without parents written permission. Coaches will be willing to recommend other coaches if it's more appropriate for the client. There may come a time during your during the coaching partnership that maybe there's somebody who can better serve you. Doesn't happen very often, but it may happen, you know, once in a while. So it may be that I'll say, well, I think I know somebody else who can do actually a better job for you. Coaches will have professional indemnity insurance in force. If you're going to engage in the services of a coach, make sure they have insurance. Indemnification insurance, make sure they can show you a certificate of their insurance policy. Whenever possible, coaches are encouraged to raise the profile of coaching and correct any misconceptions about what coaching is and what it isn't. And that's a very tall order because there is a huge misconception about what coaching is. In fact, coaching has become a universal term for almost anybody who does anything for anybody else. Many times that individual is either a mentor or a consultant or a teacher or a trainer, but not a coach. In fact, when I get applications in for people who want to be guests on my show, many of them, if you look at their bio, it's got coaching in there. If you look at their, you know, their website, their LinkedIn page, it says coach. If you study it a little bit deeper, what they're doing is really not coaching. I mean, they're probably very professional, very helpful to their clients, but it's not technically coaching. So that's a very important point. 
and coaches will treat all clients in a way that is respectful of people's differences in relation to disability, gender, age, race, religion, and sexual orientation. Coaches do not have bias, they don't discriminate, and they don't judge. So that part of the coaching engagement is very important. So those are pretty much the ethics and standards by which your coach and by which I live in the coaching realm. All right, we are approaching our next commercial break. When we get back, I will talk about how I operate as a coach and how I make a commitment to my clients. And we will go into some of the things that you can do with the rights you have as a, as a participant and how you should engage in the coaching process. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes. You are listening to Coaching for Real on the Voice America Business Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Imagine a relationship where you're asked to think rather than being told what to think. A relationship that is focused on your potential, not your performance. This is coaching, a design alliance where the single purpose is achieving your intended outcome. Discover that what lies behind you and what lies before you are trivial matters compared to what lies within you. Understand that your current realities do not define your potential. They are merely your current awareness of your potential. Become your own hero. Your greatest possibilities lie beneath your current level of self-awareness. Waiting to be discovered. Choose to live into the greatness that God created for you. Discover the magnitude of what's within you so you can conquer the magnitude of what surrounds you. Your coach is passionate about helping you achieve your masterpiece at RonaldGraves.com. Again, that's RonaldGraves.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. If you are in the sales field or maybe don't even know that you are, you need a plan to be successful. Every day we are engaged in business and don't even realize that it all comes down to sales. We all have something to say and need to motivate others to the same way of thinking. Sales Execution Optimization, the new SEO, is the show that gets you thinking and speaking whatever the product or service. Host Phil Bush will give you the tips you need to succeed. Listen every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. is Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also choose to send an email to ronald at ronaldgraves.com. Now, back to Coaching for Real. Welcome back. We're in our third segment, and we're in talking about the coaching process 
Last segment, we talked about how to get most out of your coach. We talked about a brief introduction to coaching. And we talked about some of the ethics and standards that apply to the coaching engagement. In this segment, I want to talk about how I operate as a coach. Now, I may do it a little bit different than some other people, but this is mine. Number one, I believe in you completely. And I will believe that you can succeed in achieving your dreams, your goals, your vision. You heard me say it on virtually every episode of Coaching for Real. You were created to be great. You were not created to play small. I can help you. The coaching process can help you discover the greatness that lies within your leadership DNA. I will stretch you, challenge you, and sometimes confront you, but always from a position of support. I'll be warm with you. I'll laugh. You know, sometimes in the coaching session, it gets pretty, it gets pretty intense, but it can also get pretty lighthearted. So it's, it's, you never know where it's going to go. But I will travel with you through the coaching engagement each session as an equal partner in your success journey. Again, we're taking this journey together. It's all about your success. I will be honest, open, and non-judgmental. Talked about that in the last segment. Leaving judgment at the door, not bringing it into the coaching session. I will help you achieve all that you can be as long as you stay true to your own best interests. I talked about very early in the second segment about being honest with yourself and being honest with your coach. And that's how you can, you know, it, it only honesty can help you develop your own best interests. My clients are ready to create their goals that they want in life. And it's my role to challenge you further than you would normally challenge yourself. That's part of what coaching does. Coaching takes you to a level that you cannot get to on your own. My specific purpose is to get you where you want to be faster than what you would be able to do on your own. Go where you cannot take yourself, by yourself. So in the coaching process, we're going to go deep into your greatness, place that, as I said, very difficult to get to by yourself. I have a coach, and my coach takes me there. And sometimes it's a little uncomfortable. When it's all over with, it's, 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 it's kind of just exhilarating, kind of like, wow. I didn't know I could think that's that deeply or go there. I can really do it. Everything that passes between us will stay confidential, as I mentioned earlier. And I will always stand within those standards and ethics under which I've been trained and under which I've been qualified and under which I've been certified. And those we talked about in segment two. Sometimes I will offer you an alternative view of what you're saying. I might hear a certain tone in your voice, or I might sense a fear that you may not have noticed. You see, even though my coaching sessions are done virtually, sometimes they're done by conference call, sometimes they're done by Skype, but I'm listening for what you're not saying in addition to what you're saying. I'm listening for the tone in your voice. I'm listening for those things that you may not perceive 
that I can perceive from my viewpoint, which is on the other side. And I will always tell you when that happens. But before I bring that up, I will ask permission. May I bring up something that I'm noticing? You know, I've, I've, I've seen that you're, even though you're talking about this, I get the sense that you're really not that comfortable about it. I sense an apprehension in your voice. So I can bring up things that you may not be noticing. And trust me, when I'm in the coaching session and being coached, that's happening all the time. But it's always about what you want. It's my job to help you see what you want to see and do what you choose to do. It's not my job to make you what you don't want to do. It's not my job to make you what I think you should do. That is not what a coach does. A coach is not going to give you the answers. I mentioned that in the very beginning of the show. I don't have the answers. You have the answers. But I can help you discover your answers. Because there may be a situation where, you know, I've had the kind of same challenges that you've had. So if I offer you, well, this is what worked for me, that might not work for you. Just because it worked, just because it worked for me, does not mean it's going to work for you. The only thing that's going to work for you is what you believe will work for you. Often I'll ask you to consider going farther than you initially think you're prepared to go, or where you think you're capable of going. And I learned that back many years ago from leadership. So many people have these kind of ceilings on how good they think they can be. They get to a certain level and you're in a leadership position with them and that's as far as they can go. But I know they're better than that. So it's my job to help them break through that barrier to get to the next level. Remember that as the client, you're always in charge of which action step you commit to between sessions. If we develop three goals for you for the next session, between now and the next session, and normally my coaching sessions are two weeks apart. In the next two weeks, we've agreed that this is what you're going to accomplish. Step one, step two, step three. Action items, one, two, and three. If you come back to the next session and you haven't accomplished any of those, you know, I'm not responsible for making you, for holding you accountable for doing what you agree to do. It's up to you to hold yourself accountable. You are always in charge of your own action steps to commit between sessions. I challenge you, and I usually will, to do something extra at some point. You always have the following options within the coaching says If I take you somewhere you're a little apprehensive about, you've got three options. Number one, you can say no. You can say yes. Or you can negotiate the request up or down. There is some flexibility within the coaching process. Be assured that I will be prepared for every scheduled meeting. I will be relaxed, ready to go without any of my own circumstances clouding my mind. And I will always leave my ego at the door. That's not easy. It's not easy for any of us, but I will leave my ego at the door. I will take my circumstances that I'm faced with right now and put them aside. In fact, between coaching sessions, when I prepare for a coaching session, 
I always spend at least 15 minutes just sort of getting into a mental frame of mind. I'll review the notes from the last session. I will get in the frame of mind of where I'm going to be, who I'm going to be coaching, what our experience is together, where we've been together. So that the time when I call you for the next session, I am in a higher level of awareness. I am in what's called level two listening. I am prepared to listen to you and not let any outside influences come into our session. In working with your coach, you are making the following commitments to yourself. So what commitments do you need to make if you're going to enter into a coaching partnership? Well, you got to be creative. You've got to be open to new challenges and be prepared to stretch yourself to achieve them. Think about a rubber band. If I've got a rubber band laying here on my desk, it's just laying there. It's not holding anything. What good is it? A rubber band is only good when it's stretched. A rubber band that's just limp has no purpose. That's kind of how I look at the coaching session. You're going to get the best out of these coaching sessions and you're going to be able to achieve greatness and reach a higher level by being stretched. The more you're stretched, the farther you can go. You need to be open and honest with yourself and your coach, as we talked about earlier, and trust that your coach will never judge you on anything that you say. It's an open forum. You can say whatever you want to say without fear of being judged. Make the necessary time adjust adjustments so that you can get the most out of your coaching. This includes showing up on time for scheduled meetings. Very important. The coach is always going to be there and always be prepared on time, always be prepared ahead of time. But you need to show up on time and be prepared. Be prepared with your agenda, topic, goal, outcome. And be prepared to talk about the action steps that you agreed to at your last session and what you've accomplished during those sessions. It's up to you to be prepared to set the agenda and allow your coach to take you through that. Be true to yourself and your principles and your values. I, as a coach, will never ask you to compromise your values or your beliefs or your principles. Never. And let your coach know if anything about the coaching relationship bothers you is not well, working as well as it should. Be free to tell your coach, you know, I don't feel comfortable about this, where we're going, what we're doing. Look after yourself well between coaching sessions. This includes take care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Your coaching engagement is about building your self-awareness. It's only the beginning. Personal excellence, self-achievement, and development are a law, lifelong process that you can be committed to. Remember, the coaching engagement is going to last maybe six months, maybe a little bit longer, but it will set you on a path where you can move forward and continue to move forward. Always remember that while having a goal is vital to component to life success, the purpose of a goal is not the actual material or possession of the outcome but it's who you become in achieving it. I'm a big believer in setting goals, but I'm also a believer that the journey 
getting to that goal is far more beneficial than the goal itself. The journey is where everything happens. The journey is where you get better. A journey is become is who you become by achieving your goal. All right, I've come to the conclusion of what it is about coaching and what we're talking about. I'm going to back go back to that offer that I brought up at the beginning of the show, or at least at the end of the first segment. If coaching is something you would like to explore, do you think that coaching could benefit you, could take you from where you are today to where you would like to be tomorrow? Then email me at ronald at ronaldgraves.com. Simply say, I'm interested in coaching. That's all you need to say in the email. I will send you an application. And again, that application will have questions. Where are you in your life, in your business? What is your vision for the future? And a really important question, how do you believe coaching can help you? And after this last session, you should have a pretty good idea of how coaching can help you to reach your goals, to reach your destination, to realize your vision. You were designed to be great. There was a poema, a masterpiece within you, within your DNA, that is superior to the challenges that are before you. And through coaching, your challenges will look entirely different because we'll take you to a totally different level. It's like looking at things from the mountaintop rather than the valley, a whole new experience. So, thank you for being here tonight. I appreciate your time. If you're interested, give me a call. Send me an email. It's been my sincere pleasure to add value to you through Coaching for Real. May the Lord bless you and keep you until we meet in the end. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Coaching for Real today. Be sure to join Ronald Graves again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk again very soon.